Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. This podcast is presented by Christ Life Fellowship. Visit the CLF website at christ-life.org. We're glad you could join us today. Warren Litzman lived with a singular focus of the Christ Life message to simply determine and proclaim grace by Christ life until the whole world knows. Join us now as we go back into the CLF archives and one of Warren's messages. Just a reminder, this is an archive message, and it's taken this time from one of his YouTube broadcasts. Greetings, dear friends. It is that time again. We'll just take about 15 minutes of your time, and I believe it'll make all the difference in the world to you as you hear the gospel of Jesus Christ as it is given to us by the Apostle Paul. He's the only one God ever gave any message to of how to live in this new dispensation of grace. In fact, he is the only one God ever gave a message to that belonged just to the born-again believer. And so I come your way with this message, hopeful that you'll take to it and that it'll bless you. If there's any problem in Christianity today, and I'd be the last to ever tell you about its problems, I don't know that much. But if there is any problem today, it is that people don't know we're living in the dispensation of grace. What's happened is their whole intention has turned to their daily living, and to me, it's become a me-ism religion. Christianity has. What am I getting out of it? What's going to bless me? Am I going to get my blessings as the scriptures declare? Well, what you need to do is come to know those scriptures that speak to you. I'm only interested in the scriptures that speak to you and I because we're too close to the end to play around and to have a good time in the scriptures or in religion. It's time that we centered ourselves in what it was in God's intention, what He is intending us to do and how He is intending us to live. And so I'm going to come your way every morning about this time and in this same place. You go to our webpage of the Christ Life and you'll see there just how to get to the message that I have. I'll only take about 15 minutes of your time because my interest is in stimulating you to get in the scriptures and to see who you are in Christ and to see what Christ has done for you. I don't think many believers know the things that Christ has done for them. I ran across a man not long ago who found 101 things that Christ had done for believers according to Paul's message alone. We need to know some of those things, and we need to live them. And my intention is to help you to live who you are. I have no new experience for you. I have no new relationship to God for you. I have not heard God tell me anything that is new and different. It is all in the Scriptures. It's written right there. But our problem is we don't read the scriptures quite right and we don't see what it is that God has done for us and what he's doing for us in this glorious dispensation of grace. And so I come to you to talk to you about these overcoming wonderful truths. The overcomer, John said, would be one who would be able to face the devil and face himself and face the world and not be defeated. 
The world, the flesh, and the devil are real enemies in our own personal lives. And so I'm asking you to tune me in every day at this same time and at this same place, the Lord willing, we'll be there. I don't know how they may move this around, but I'm going to be here talking to you about the searchless riches of God's grace. Hopeful that God will do something in your heart and life that's never happened before. It happened to me like that. It happened to me one time whenever I was uh, seeking the Lord. I'd come to know that I didn't know the scriptures like I ought to. I'd been preaching for a number of years, but I didn't know the scriptures as I ought to know them. I didn't see what was for me in the scriptures. I didn't see that God was talking distinctly to me in some of those scriptures. Not all of them, but in some of them he's talking distinctly to me. And he is in scriptures talking to you distinctly so that you'll know who and what you are. Our Father didn't leave us without a knowledge and an understanding of who and what we were in Christ. My wife and I was in some meetings over in Mississippi, and we were ending those meetings and coming back home to Dallas. That's where I am right now talking to you, Dallas, Texas. And on the way in the car, we had a visitation of the Holy Spirit. Just out of the clear, the Holy Spirit gave us direction of what we were to do with our lives, what we were to do with the message of the Lord that is so finely given to us in the Scriptures. We received a message of what to do with that. This is not something great or outstanding. I very seldom ever talk about it, but I am on this broadcast to you today because I want you to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Wife and I received a word from the Lord that we were to take this message, the message of the great mystery of godliness, the message of the believer who has moved on and has come into what it is that God intends. What does God intend for us in the first place? He intends for us to be ready to meet Jesus in the air. He intends for us to be ready to live in his house. He intends for us to have some sort of reasoning and understanding when we get to the Father's house about how things operate there. The scripture gives us a lot of help on this, and so it's to the scriptures that we turn to know who we are in Christ. That's really what I want to help you to find out, is who you are in Christ. What does Christ mean to you? He lives in you. This is the heart of the message. He lives in you. The Apostle Paul was able to say, Christ liveth in me. Now those are plain words, and I know that you'll find certain writings and certain theologians who will uh, do what I call a tap dance on top of scriptures. They never will explain them. They never will give you the whole truth of them. Uh, they'll tap dance. They'll just jump all around and make you feel like they know a whole lot. I did that. I know how to do that. But the Lord delivered me from all of that. The scriptures mean what they say, and in plain English, you're able to get the message. And so I'll be talking to you about that message that God called Robbie and I to preach and to teach. The message is finally written in the scriptures. I call it the final gospel because for the Gentiles and for those that have accepted Christ as their Savior living in the world today, there's no more gospel after the rapture. 
That for us is finished. We're going home to the Father's house. We're going to live forever with this eternal life in us. We hope you're enjoying the Christ Life teachings of Warren Litzman today. Just a reminder, these are from the CLF archive. We get some of them from our audio files. We get some from the actual YouTube broadcasts that Warren did. We're just lifting the audio off of them for this podcast, but they are archived and they will be every day. For more than 70 years, by founding the Grace Fellowship International, also known as Christ Life Fellowship, Warren and Robbie Litzman traveled extensively to places like Africa, Australia, India, Asia, the Philippines, and throughout North America, preaching and home church planting. If you would be interested in starting a home church with the Christ Life message, please visit our Grace Media website at www.grace-media.net. There's free materials up there for you. Now, let's get back to Warren and the Christ Life Message. And so as we were driving back from Mississippi, the Lord spoke to us by the Spirit and said, I want you to take this message you are seeing to the ends of the earth till the whole world knows. That's our guiding light. Till the whole world knows. Take this message to hungry hearts. Take it to those who are languishing in religion, who don't know what to do with themselves, how to handle themselves. All they need to know is what God has already told them in the Word. I won't dance around on the verses. I'll deal with all the verses I deal with openly and plainly. I'm not telling you what somebody else thought about it. That's not important. It's what you think about it. It's how the Holy Spirit moves and works in your life. That's exactly what we'll be talking about on this program. The wife and I, on our drive from Mississippi to Dallas, received the call from the Lord. Now, I had been preaching many years up until that time. I had uh, been an evangelist. I had been a missionary. I had pastored a nice, large church. God had blessed us in this area of ministry. But on that day, we received a remarkable change. Our ministry was to be workmen on the wall, so to speak. Our ministry was to be as the prophets, that we had a message that must be delivered and would be delivered should we be faithful to the Lord. And so the message became centered in our life. What is the message? This is a message which we have heard of him. That's the way it would be put to you from the scriptures. This is a message we have heard from him. I want you to know him. Because you see, ever since the moment you accepted Jesus as your Savior, his spirit has been joined to your spirit. Did you get that? That's going to be the real center and basic truth of this message. He has been joined to, the, to your spirit. Just as Paul said, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians 6 and 17, he says that our spirit will be joined to his spirit and it will be one spirit. What an unbelievable thing God has done for us. That's not something that's like pie in the sky. That's not something that will happen if you're faithful. That's something that happened to every one of us when we were born again. Born again. 
new creatures in Christ Jesus. And so we were to carry this message that Christ lives in believers. They stumble around, they fumble in the dark, they go here, they go there, they're always looking for something that would stimulate them. When all of the time they have this wonderful, glorious Lord living in them. Paul would put it this way. He would say, Christ liveth in me. He's not coming and going. He lives in me. My spirit is his abiding place. And it's the same with you, dear believer. Christ lives in you. Well, you don't know much about that because you just wouldn't want to touch a thing like that. You just wouldn't want to say a thing like that. And so there's a great amount of Paul's message that's left out of most believers' lives. Because they either didn't understand, didn't want to understand, were told not to understand by somebody, and the end result is they never got to know this Christ that lives in them. Paul would say, Christ lives in me. This is his abiding place in me. Well, what difference would that make to your life if you really understood it? What difference would that make to your daily living? You see, that's not something God's going to do for you. That's something He's already done. And I often refer to the Christ living in most believers to an old man. I can talk about old men. <clears throat> I'm fast becoming one of them. But it's like an old man sitting in a rocking chair who knows how to live, who knows truth, who knows about the world. He just sits there rocking and nobody goes to him. Nobody's interested in what he has to say. Nobody's interested until this message began to break forth. The liberating secret became known and people everywhere are now coming into the glorious truth that if Christ lives in me, I need to know something about it. It's not the Holy Spirit. He, he's in you too, in your soulish part. But it's Christ who is joined to your spirit that makes you a Christian. So these are some of the things I'm going to be talking about. During the week, we'll have a message. Just be about 15 minutes or so that I'll talk to you. But I'll talk to you about the liberating secret. I'll talk to you about the great mystery which God has uncovered for humanity now who want to know him. I'll talk to you about the wonderful things that are ours already in the Word. I won't change your verse. I won't uh, find somebody else that will tell me what the verse says. I'll just give you the verse as it is written. And I'll use the King James Version. I'm interested in people coming to know the Lord that already lives in them. Who is their life? For in Him we live and move and have our being. The problem with most Christians today, they don't have their being a Christ being. It isn't to be like Christ. It is to be this Christ that is in us. We can't just be like Him. That's a word that was given to us by the tap dancers. They danced all around and said, well, everybody ought to be like Jesus. No, everybody has Christ in them. There is no salvation without Christ living in believers. I think I'll leave you with the scripture in Romans 5 and 10 that you'll see that Christ in us is our life. We hope today's Christ Life message from Warren Litzman has been a blessing to you. 
please visit the Christ Life Fellowship website at www.christ-life.org. Until next time, this is Brad Wilson, Loving the Christ Life. Mm-hmm.